ready? Here we go. Yet again, I cannot hear it. <laughs> there we go. I think I figured it out. <laughs> was that a motorcycle and then a a a fart being ripped? What's up? Wuzzle! Wuzzle! That's right. <laughs> Welcome back to the Nice Prize Pod. How'd that last one treat you, Future Islands? If you, what a what a what Welcome a, on the what Future an Islanders. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Glad we could finally fit them in. Got nice to. to help those boys out, isn't it? Pay it, pay it forward. They say great tune on the end of that old old episode. That that song, I've listened to that song a ton. Yeah, it's I would nice. say three three to four million times for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, also, <laughs> I wish I had listened good. to it way more beforehand, so I could have talked about it more. But I had like barely played it a couple of times. I hadn't had a chance to fully um, digest it. I, so I, when we when I saw you earlier that week, I was like, "Have you listened to that song yet?" And you were like. You're like I haven't had a chance to. It's been crazy and this and that. And I was like, I think you should because I, I also said feeling... I didn't know how, and you made fun of me. <laughs> well, it was just a link that we that, that had a play button on it. <laughs> like you, pre- you open up the link and then press play. That what what you? But the reason I thought that was funny is because you saying I don't know how means that you didn't click. No, I did. What happened is is that my phone, though it doesn't matter who, but <laughs> I, I, it must have been like a, a internet. I think what I don't know circuitry. <laughs> I think what actually happened is I was trying to play it on my phone when I was leaving my home, going to my car, and it did that thing where you're on your Wi-Fi, but you're not because uh, you're leaving, and it caught that. me in that, that middle where I end up with neither, and it wouldn't play it, and I thought that was like I didn't have the right update or something, and I was like, oh, God damn it, of course I can't play this thing, never mind. And then you're well, like, you I, just click it. And I was like, really? And so then I had I a feeling it, it was going to be like right up your vibe. Like knowing, knowing the kind of songs. Right that up my vibe. <laughs> right up the and old keister the there. It, it mentioned, it mentioned a, a Greenville thing. And I know that you're, you're of the Go Pirates. Uh, it's the purple and gold lifestyle for me, boys. So we're, we <laughs> yeah, Matt more of the Matt's Go more Hill. of a Vanderslute kind of vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great to have them on. Who's now that? we're back um, to just as exciting as of an episode. Still trucking season. Don't get it twisted. It's truck trucking season, season. Boys. Ain't, ain't nowhere to go but up. With that said, I uh, let's see what do we got here. I, um, I swung by the store the other day, yesterday. Uh, happy to report, well, not happy for me because I didn't get the record, but uh, happy to report that Dougie Pool all sold out. Mm, yeah, Ali texted me when I left, being like, "Hey, uh, J- looks like it's looks like it just happens to be sold out. It's on the order list. Popular guy, and I said, "Well, probably thanks to us." So there you go. Uh, I will say we did sell a couple of copies. Um, I will say we probably have sold more of what I'm calling the Enoch mix, but um, I still think that um, could improve that sonically. But that's all right. Uh, and, uh, we did sell out of it, yeah. And I I think it probably was due to the store. Um, to the pod, not the store. I mean, the pod. Excuse me, is what I meant to say. Well, you bought them at the store. It doesn't well, matter. Here. Well, yeah, um, it, the store played things. a part in the in the process for sure. Um, well, what did, did you end up getting, Matt? Did you end up picking up anything? I picked up a little nugget of uh, info from Allie B in regards to uh, pterodactyl sightings in North Carolina. 
What the fuck? <laughs> I need to know what this is. Hang on. Give uh, it a goog. Me, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Give it a goog. What? Oh, hang on. Does the word is there a band named Pterodactyls? Nope. You're not mishearing me. It's exactly what it sounds like. What you're telling me is you went to Nice Price and Ali B told you we we're just that cutting she the shit. Pterodactyl. She has not seen one. She asked me if I had heard yeah, about. Yeah. No her- shit. They're <laughs> extinct. She had. She didn't say she had seen one. She asked me if I had heard about the recent things of people saying they have. <laughs> and, and I said, no, I certainly have not, but I need to know. Pretty much Nathan's reaction just then. And she pulled it up. The first thing that came up was like a, a pretty recent Charlotte-based, uh, we'll say, uh, source. I don't know if it's reputable. Source. Uh, oh my. But then, no, wait. If you go a, uh, a few links down, there's an NNO article about it uh from right down the street here in downtown raleigh north carolina news and observer about the phenomena of people lying about having seen a pterodactyl about people claiming to have seen pterodactyls look <laughs> the amount of conspiracy so, that you believe enoch while never believing any that me and matt believe my, the dinosaurs like, are, all are real the venn diagram <laughs> that they don't touch is just amazing no okay here's, i believe that like the cia was involved in killing the president in 1963, you think oh, that there's the dinosaurs flying around North Carolina? That's not the same. Here, here we get. Here's what I was gonna ask you though. In, uh, like, in a for real question. Obvi- obviously, uh, you've made it clear that you don't uh, believe in dinosaurs. <laughs> have time for currently? Uh, you this anything supernatural or ghostly or paranormal or anything like that? We you've made your stance clear on things like that. But I was wondering if something that truly had existed before, there's at least that. You, uh-huh. you think the possibility of something that at least looks like similar that we just haven't discovered, like seen yet. Do you do you entertain wait, that idea? Wait, wait. When did this happen? In the past just, two, two or three years. Ago. Hey, was it uh, in the uh, past two or three days? Two or three years. The Charlotte article is 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 very recent. It's like this month, I think. So. <laughs> wait, wait. She why did Nathan think he saw one two days ago? <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't think I saw. I really one. hope he says but, two days ago. Was it yesterday? But. Was it yesterday? Like near Avent Ferry? <laughs> like, so we, we recently, we recently had, we recently had an earthquake uh-huh. rare for North Carolina. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, oh! I see where this is going. I think it <laughs> might have broke something loose. <laughs> A fucking dinosaur tomb, bitch. Dude, flew, flying around. I mean, do you think it opened a, a, a fissure and the dinosaur flew out of the? Flew out. Crack? Yeah, this, there's probably more down there that don't have wings. <laughs> stranger things have happened, <laughs> have they? No, uh, they haven't oh, actually. Stranger, um, stranger things have not. But happened. I was, she had clearly heard something about it recently. That's the reason she brought it up. She's like, "Oh, did you hear about this?" Uh, thing? So, and the, the first article she pulled up was very recent. So that's what she had seen. But then I realized there were old articles about it too, from like two or three hey, years pause. ago. Pause. You froze. There we go. Got all got all there he is. Got all locked up there for a second. We lost Matt. Now he's back. What happened is Matt started speaking some some truths and um and the CIA heard him and yeah. froze him. They were like, Oh, he's jacking it in the mainframe, cut him oh, off. I, oh no, he's jacked right into our mainframes and he's talking about how there's dinosaurs living underneath the ground. Well for the listener, in case you in case I cut out too early before you caught me say it, pterodactyls were flying around North Carolina. I, I 100% believe that. Very true. Um, and then Nooch, we, you been up to anything? We went on to... <laughs> Hang on. You can't just 
What's we we went on to talk about me hey, and Allie. Uh, you been watching anything? Reading anything? That we both all agree the dinosaurs are flying around. All, all we went, really talked about after that was like, I don't not necessarily whether or not we believed that, but like, if you look in the ocean, there are things that look fucking like dinosaurs in there. Like sea creatures are very bizarre, prehistoric looking things. And same with like even like an ostrich. Like I went to an ostrich well, farm. I don't want to brag or anything, is, but uh, is a frequent is a frequent thing that's mentioned. I just don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that there's some things that we just haven't. It might not be the like the exact same pterodactyl that's managed to hang along for all these years, but it's something similar that we just don't know is still. And it's among just been us. hanging around what Yancey County all these years. And we hadn't bumped across it. Hey, why, why would a bird live in a shitty neighborhood? Anyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shout out to Todd Glass. Uh, let's take a quick break real quick for <laughs> yeah. this item. Item. Oh, something tall and strong. May get a Miller Lite so I don't feel uptight. It's only half past 12, but I don't care. It's 5 o'clock everywhere. There it is. Nice. Oops. How's it going with that Miller Lite? It couldn't be done. I had, 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 had to redeem myself I mean, after that. Uh, o'clock everywhere. <laughs> oh yeah, early. that is what you always say. Sure does. There's uh, uh. that song you love. So yeah, that's what I've been up to. I got I look out my window and there's fucking Jurassic Park outside my bedroom. So what do you, what about you, Ian? <laughs> Well, As they often um, say, truth is stranger than fiction. And in that case, and there's nothing not, more loud than not dead true. air. No one says that. This is miserable. You know, <laughs> and here's the thing: is because now it's going to be painted as if I'm some sort of you know stick in the mud, blah blah blah. Because I don't want to agree that there's pterodactyls in North Carolina, and I just feel like I'm being set up for failure with this. I, to your earlier question with regard to conspiracies and the paranormal. That is my issue. I can understand the motivations of the human. I can understand why we do and don't do things and what we're willing to do for certain things. What I have a hard time understanding is the motivation of the extraterrestrial <laughs> or otherworldly being or the existence of... Well, that, that's... So, we'll, I'll just say and, one and more so thing I, and, and, then, and then we'll move on. You know, this, that's the reason I thought that this one might be up your alley because the more I think about it, right this one's pretty alley. straightforward. The earth broke open with an earthquake. <laughs> Some prehistoric pterodactyls were reawakened and flew away. Maybe they were frozen. Maybe they weren't. I have no clue. So to clarify for Nathan, there is an underground <laughs> earth that already is existing with enough I'm not sure area for the pterodactyls to be flying underground. They're already flying. I just said they might be frozen. They might be living in an underground <laughs> earth. I don't know. Yeah, you said he doesn't know here. Like, I, don't oh, know I love that, by the way. Love that response. Hey, I'm not checking out all the answers. <laughs> After someone says something absolutely ridiculous, look, I'm not saying I got all the answers. I'm just saying, just maybe when you Earth think got, you had all the answers, I changed maybe all the we questions. Shook Earth like real bad, and it cracked, and the pterodactyl that was living underground flew out. That's all I'm saying. I don't got all the answers, and I agree with you. And um, <laughs> psychotic. <laughs> this this is, and and to think that like a hundred million people listen to Joe Rogan actually talk about this kind of stuff. <laughs> Do you think it's because I got the Joe Rogan microphone now that, that, that I'm, like, sucked into these things? Well, I think that's more. the reason t- pterodactyls flew around. <laughs> no, that's the... For the listeners, I got a new microphone. Too hard as a child. I got um, a new microphone. On a different note, I recently finished my screened in porch. I got the third wall up. Hell yeah. So now we... Breaking the, the third ultimate, wall, baby. Ultimate COVID hang zone. And I, I think that at some point, maybe we'll do a podcast from there because we can get outside with enough fans and enough space that we could all... 
be separate but kind of record together. I but, um I hate to say it, uh, but the outdoor area looks great. Um, it's and you you saw without the third wall, so I got that up yesterday. Oh, the the one behind me, the one behind you. Okay, yep. yeah, I wouldn't really focus on that one. That's gonna but be I, the name of your uh, your do it yourself uh, guide that you release called "Putting Up the Third Wall." With Nathan <laughs> Trice, putting up the third wall, <laughs> COVID quarantine and chilling with Nathan Trice. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it came it came out pretty good. I I, th- I thought it was great. I thought it was a um, uh, a really surprisingly well done. Um, use of this space. I mean, honestly, the thing that shocked me the most that I didn't see until you pointed out was that drain. The drain. That's yeah, the I kind of thing a- I would never do and then be like, what's up with all this water in here? Like, <laughs> I would like <laughs> screw that up the most. It was, uh, it was a lot of work. Honestly, like, I thought I was going to do it in an afternoon and, um... Oh, that's classic mm-hmm. Trice right there. It, it took me about about three days with a hey, lot of Hey, I know help. someone wrote a whole book about this. I've got about 45 minutes. I see if I can't knock it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it didn't quite work out like I had planned, but, uh, you know, it, it helped. It We got it all done. But the, while the we were listening to, to it, one thing, one thing I did want to mention. Yes, thank you, Nooch. Uh, getting me back on track here. Is I He's the one getting us on track? That, Good God almighty. An album that came out earlier <laughs> this year. <laughs> right yeah. up my alley. <laughs> <And> <laughs> right album up that came, Okay. An album that came out earlier this year that I kind of listened to once or twice and thought, you know, fine. Um, but over the couple, last couple of months, I kept going back to it every once in a while. And while I was building this thing, it's like kind of the perfect, you know, I hate to say background music because that's not what it is really. But it's kind of just got like a chill vibe for when you like want to have something on that you, that you like like to listen to. And the that more doesn't I require to too it, much of your uh, brain it, energy. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a grower. It's a real grower. And um, I've kind of gotten hooked on this this Pure X album from earlier this year, self titled Pure X. I had also Austin, Texas. I had also seen this floating around in the it's a good band name in the blogosphere, <laughs> um, but I didn't listen to it until this past week. It reminds me. I I definitely hey, Siri. Uh, where's the blogosphere? <laughs> <laughs> Under the earth, waiting for an earthquake to crack it open. Um, I listened to it. And I did. I like it, and I. But I especially noticed why you would like it. I was like, I, it make, I think Nathan would re- like. It makes sense that Nathan likes this. Yeah, that it's, doesn't it's mean anything like, bad or good. It's just like I know. I bet he hey, likes this. I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. So it's 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 sort of like you know what I was thinking about. Um, it would. It's kind of like a. Um, it's very fuzzy. It's a little lo-fi. Like it's probably analog recorded, and um, the guitars are are loud but the drums are really mellow it, it reminds me of if like real estate had real estate was um, going to be the first thing smoked I said. a shitload of weed and Hell buzzed yeah. out their guitars like <laughs> that's kind of the vibe uh, and so if you think about that you can imagine why it would be good being outside on a hundred degree day like it's kind of just like perfect like kind of like desert vibed thing did you go to- I, I don't know I've, I've really enjoyed and some of the songs are sneakily hooky like the more i was listening to it the more they would get caught in my head Pure but, X is no, what yeah. this is about. I've been I've been very into it. I um I don't know. I think that I think that if somebody's looking for, you know, what kind of what we just described in like a summertime vibe, I think it would it probably plays better at like it's like a cookout thing. I like a like a lot of like cookout music. Like I could, I could imagine like when you have a couple people on this kind of being on and people kind of zoning out, talking to each other, then coming back in and being like, "Oh, this shit's really good" because it's got it's got some catchy ass songs. Yeah, I like. There was one or two. Uh, I think Hollywood. Dog, I'm gonna get or this, as I this. call it, Holly Weird. That oh was a really God. good one. 
Um, Angels of Love is good. Yeah. There, Wait, is the song things. title Hollywood or as I call it Holly Weird? <laughs> it's just the word Hollywood. Because <laughs> that'd be a really good song. <laughs> no, that's that's from me uh, in a few weeks. That's hey, my what's song. up? It's Matt Phone here, my lead single, Hollywood or as I call it Holly Weird. It's out on all formats. <laughs> <laughs> I can never say the word Hollywood without throwing that in <laughs> in any context. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, Nathan, I'm, I, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get this this smoker grill, and then oh, I'll we're doing bring some smoking, all right. Put on this fucking record to the the screen in for this live record. This is a great idea. Actually, know, this is an dude. amazing idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even even take any of this out. Beyond anything we're talking about, this sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Matt, when's the time you can't do it? So me and Nathan go ahead and get out of the calendar. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't like where this is going. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, it's nice to even hear so much of when people talk about, like we've been talking, obviously we talk about like best ways to listen to records. Sometimes you get a normal thing. Sometimes you get a face down in the yard situation. But um, it's nice to have one that's even like a, that's in the more traditional outside posy vibe as opposed to like, Oh, it just makes you forget about the craziness yeah. of the world for a moment. This is more like, no, it's actually enjoyable to, to be enjoyed. I, yeah. I like it. it. You know what? I've also been listening to a lot of no, I've been listening to that no age record a bunch. And the more I, I just thought of this just now, it's kind of like if you put no age in real estate on a map, this is like dead center. Like it's a little noisy, that makes but sense. it's really vibey. So it's, it's not, it's not punky or anything like that, but it's just got a little bit of that like distorted edge. So I, I don't know. I, I like it a lot. I've been in a uh, no age. We texted about this a week or two ago. Yeah, I've, I've been listening so to I a lot stop. of. No, I, I, I ordered their uh, load of no age. That classic um, rainbow gradient shirt that they made years ago. Oh yeah, that people ripped off. Like if you go through their Insta and stuff, there's like it's like a whole thing among them that like people stole, blatantly stole that design from them. And really? uh, oh yeah, it's, that, I mean, that makes and sense. now it's become like their classic shirt. I ordered it uh, the other day. I was like, I'm just gonna get a no age shirt. I've got that. I've got that EP from with the little kid on the swing set wearing that shirt. And I was digging back through my stuff, and I found that. And that's one of the ones that I think a couple of those songs made it onto that Weirdo Rippers compilation that I didn't know was a compilation, even though I should have. Having also a lot of the EPs. That's the banger. That that thing rules. Yeah, Any, anyway. Yeah. I might have been listening to a record or two myself, by God. Um, <laughs> it had been a long time since like uh, just a straight-up rock and roll record appealed to me. I'd been more into a uh, keyboard or electronic-driven thing that Eddie Chacon has pretty much taken over my life as far as just what's playing in the background at any given time. And I uh, heard this hot Great little... Lo-fi record. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fidelity undetermined. Um, hey, one, one second, fellas. Hang on. I'm sorry. Oh my god, I was on a roll. Hello, taking a call. Hey, yeah, just bring the pizza inside. <laughs> uh, no, it's all good. My my phone is doing something crazy where it just keeps buzzing, but then it's just my same text over and over again. I'm not seeing your response. Maybe it's haunted. Chuckin'. All right, let's get to it. Matt, sorry to interrupt. Oh, you interrupt. Rock that. and roll never forgets. You were saying. <laughs> That um, silky smooth transition I was making. Uh, yeah, uh, I've been listening to things that don't sound like uh, just straight up rock and roll or punk in a, in a couple months, I guess. And I uh, heard this hot little number coming at you from Australia. 
right out of page out of King King's book. Ah, yeah. Let's give a sense. let's give a shout out to King King. Loves that Australian rock and roll. That guy, and I think hey, I think he'd probably like this band. They're called uh, Vintage Crop, which I googled them to just find more info in general on them. But the main things that came up first were were things about a racehorse. There's a famous kind of sea biscuit era or not era, but like type of uh, horse that is named Vintage Crop. So hmm. once I sifted through that and found the For band, I call the two the two horses fought to the death. In fact, <laughs> um, so I don't know if they take their name from that uh, or what. But uh, once I sifted through that, found a little more info on them. I didn't really know anything about this band until I started seeing it pop up a couple times recently. I think uh, former guest. Where on the blogosphere did you see them? Former guest Sphincter is a fan. I pieced together mm. from seeing like some mutual uh, likes and things, and it makes sense. I could definitely. Uh, it sounds like something he would play on his uh, show, and never been a guest, but does a similar thing that we do. Matt Dunn, he does the uh, mm. damaged goods. Uh, yeah, big radio. shout out to Matt. Uh, hell of a guy. Any hoozle. Uh, uh, the first song I heard is the banger. Is my favorite. Um, it's called Gridlock. <laughs> And, um, but the, it's, it's got a very, uh, I would liken it to Omni in some ways. We've covered that on the pod. It's, it's in the big Omni bouncy, fans. very catchy, uh, very catchy it's guitar kind of riff. That, that conehead uranium club. Yeah. That holds them <laughs> to like, <laughs> yeah, which is a funny, yeah. <laughs> to, to, it's, it, it makes it sound like the band is in a conehead uranium yeah. club. <laughs> conehead, the coneheads, comma. Yeah, I got it, but it's. It's it's a very um, the Minneapolis uranium club. You mean self-aware yes. doesn't take themselves too seriously. Kind of like smirky vibe with a lot of the lyrics. All those Aussies are they're very uh, acerbic and snarky. Yeah. in a good way. And then yeah, the and uh, the riffs are the catch are maybe the catchiest part of the record. Like that song "Gridlock" that we will hear either immediately after this segment or at the very end of this pod um, is. It's one of those. It's like, this isn't brain surgery. It's just a riff I wish I have would have written. <laughs> when you hear it's, it, when it gets, I'm just like bouncing my head to it in the whip, and it's like, damn, this is a this is a banger. One of those. Well, let's listen to um, let's listen to a pure X song now, and then let's let's end it with um, vintage crop.
Okie dokie. We got a quarantine hey. call in. It's the freak phone. And here's the party freak. <laughs> um, Missy is calling in. What's up, Missy? What's up? Hey, you're a party freak. How's it going? How did you know? <laughs> uh, what's what's shaking um, at the Mueller in the Mueller household? Oh man, it's pretty exciting over here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, we have a two-year-old, so it stays exciting. Wait, is that a recent two? Oh wow, there's a hummingbird. Oh, I just like came up to the window and like looked me right in the face. That Hell was yeah. awesome. <laughs> um, heard it here first. See how much excitement there is already. <laughs> Uh, I like those. Um, sorry, I asked if it was a recent two. I thought is is it a recent birthday to become two years old? Your child? Uh, she'll she'll actually be two in in October. Okay, mm. I knew it was coming but, up. But you know, you know, how some people get really weird if you say twenty months. They're like, I don't care what month, you know, your <laughs> baby is. Like, just tell me one or two, or you know, I try to be really sensitive since I don't really have any friends with kids. Like, you know, if you have kids. That stings. You might, you might be, <laughs> you might be, you know, you know what I mean? Like I've heard people kind of bitch about it a little bit offhand, you know, and I just uh, took note. Terrible yeah, no, twos, it's a, they it's call a, them. It's a bit where people say, well, it's like a joke to make fun of someone who's like, oh, you have, how old is your child? Like, oh, he's 33 and a half months old. And you're like, okay, so it's two and like, <laughs> three quarters. What? Like, just give me like a, I definitely have heard that before, but um, I also know someone who always says, year old even after the month so they have they'll say i have a six month year old i, I can't <laughs> to, I hate that. To like who are these freaks <laughs> does yeah, she uh she, does she have you favorites know, like, you know when they're really little you're like oh 18 weeks or that makes i guess that makes sense but after a year it's just like you know one two three especially well, like a year with we'll even take partially in quarantine then it probably all starts just kind of fading away <gasps> Like he has dog ears. Having meeting. Does she have well, favorite uh, records? And th- does she have things that she reacts to more than others that you can be like, oh, she like really likes this one thing. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. She she really likes kids' music. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, there you go. <laughs> it's tried so hard to like play all kinds of stuff for, her, from like jazz to, um, you know, to new age to like just heart, rock and roll to metal. Um, she just like R and B, hip hop. She does not. She she'll kind of like listen, but she just if she hears like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, <laughs> she just like leans in. Like, I think this is for me. Are those and wheels on like, this bus going around and round? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We we had this music class we went to when she was really little, and she responded really well to those songs. And you know, can't do the class anymore. And I put them on and she just looks so into it. And I, <laughs> you know, then I'll try and play like some real like catchy song, you know, that David and I like, and, you know, we're kind of grooving. We're trying to show her how cool it is. She, <laughs> she, she, she'll, say, she'll say, no, I don't like it. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> That's great. This I've seen man. her, uh, I've seen her uh, tickling the eyes on Instagram a, a couple times here and there. It's very oh cute. man. Yeah, yeah, she's she's way into piano. She, you know, uh, David plays all the time. I, I, every time I sit down to play, she tries to take over, and I just, you know, <laughs> I actually get bored. Like I'm just like every time I sit down, she just goes ah ah ah, and I have to like put her up, and it's really cute for a second, but she kind of just takes it over. You're and... like, geez, I'm not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, any hoozle, one thing we have been doing for the past few months is just having buddies of ours call in that have different things going on, different things that might actually be interesting to update to people about rather than just our boring lives. And uh, you are one of those people. You got anything cooking, anything fun in your, uh, in your, in your work life or just what have you? Well, um, man, you know, uh, back when the pandemic first took off, you know, my, my career kind of came to a, a screeching halt. Uh, but right before that, I was wrapping up a, I, actually in January and February, I did a record with H.D. McIntyre. We uh, recorded it in eight days and mixed it in four. So, oh, I mean, damn. it was like... Whoa. I saw, I it's mean, a they, Heater McIntyre for the, for the fans of the pod. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, uh, she's, got a, she's got a cool nickname around here. We call it Heater. <laughs> I saw. I thought that was a typo when I saw. You know, I, I think it was intended as a typo, but I took it as a, a spark of inspiration. <laughs> she seems like a real heater, and I felt like it just it fit. <laughs> when you said that, I was like, "Did you just say heater?" It was someone else called her heater at first, and I thought it was so dope that I like could not stop. Um, <laughs> yeah, we we did that. I mean, they did some overdubs, like you know, um, uh, at her place. Um, but man, it, it went by fast and we, we knocked it out. We got mastering done. We did everything. We finished the whole thing right as COVID was like really ramping up in New York. And, mm. um, the, our mastering engineer, uh, Sarah registers up there and she had just flown back from Spain playing with, um, uh, Kim Gordon. Mm, um, heard of her. She also does all the future Island stuff for the, for the pod. Recent guests, they begged us to be on this bad boy. She's so good. Yeah, she's everything I've ever heard that she's mastered has sounded so good. It's really, it's incredible. Also, she did the new Lonnie Walker record that hasn't come out yet. Oh, that uh, Colin recorded. Yeah. Oh, cool. I can't wait to hear that. (laughs) So to clarify, the, the process, how short, like how rapid the process was, that was going to happen anyway? Or y'all rap, y'all like kind of hustled along because of the coronavirus stuff. Or y'all were already like, no, we we hammered it out. We that was just part of the way we were doing it. It just happened to coincide with all this. Uh, it was it was actually kind of all hell breaking loose. I mean, it's still breaking <laughs> loose. Uh, but I mean, you guys think back, like remember March? It was like really scary. Ah, barely. It came on super fast. We had no oh, yeah. idea what was going on. Yeah. And so, so we had like already planned to kind of hustle on it, but uh, it, it was basically like about the time that COVID started, there was like a massive fire in the uh, vinyl processing plant that we were supposed to. I do remember that. I do. Yeah. And, and we had to hustle because of that too. There was like, there was, there was a lot of fire under us. Damn, To get going. You know, but that was that was another really huge reason why we had to like kind of speed it up, and I, I'm glad we did. Like, I mean, it you know it's kind of cool to release a record this fall. You know, every, everybody's kind of adjusted to well. I think it's. You know, I agree. I, I've talked to a lot of people who are pushing their records to next year, and um, I've seen that. And no, nobody really knows which is which. And I know it's safer to push it till next year, especially. With, I think it's awesome for the people that are putting them out this year still, because it like stores like nice price and like just there are a lot of things that if all records stopped coming out, it would 
it like affects everybody down the line. So um, I, I think it's awesome. Yeah, I think it's it's also a good record. <clears throat> Not only like on a bottom line like business and numbers level, but like also just as a as a keeping the spirits up. Yeah, as something you'll remember forever. Like there'll always be this like weird kind of asterisk that you'll look back on on that one album you put out. Be like, we put that out during like the weirdest time of our lives. Yeah, context is real. I mean, it doesn't have to and and also you can get well, I don't, I'm I'm not speaking for you, but like I know I get paralyzed by indecision a lot of like, well, I could do this or this and instead I do absolutely nothing on it. <laughs> and like I I feel like I that's through some people I know they don't know what's so much and I don't blame anyone obviously. It's like so confusing, but like you can end up where this record comes out 4 years from now. And it's like, oh yeah, we had these songs, we didn't quite finish them, we didn't know what to do, and blah blah blah. And then it's like, well, then it just never happens. And it's like, you know what? How about just like eat it and and put this record out, and then like keep going and see, and then you just deal with the new bizarre situation we're in. But like, otherwise, you end up with like that. That's more like Missy's process when she was uh, working with us on the Ginny Bassett's record. <laughs> she was like you guys are idiots you gotta finish a song yeah i want some i want to hear the gossip on how annoying it is to work with nathan that's what i want dude it is so fun working with nathan it's going to edit that like, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, that's that's definitely going to be the one that leads the is that, is that going on the soundboard yeah it's, so, it's, forever it's, now. It's, it's, it's so fun to work with nathan yeah i loved working with jenny Pizzette's in the studio i i felt it was like fun. That. Yeah, just sort of the individual, my individual uh, relationships with everyone. and then. Oh, hey now. Hey. Hey, guess, <laughs> got a, a new, uh, we got a new party freak coming in. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like? Is she, uh, is she like, are, are y'all driving her crazy at this point? I have another friend who has a child about the same age, and he was telling me that she's so sick of not seeing people her own. Like, she wants to play with friends. And she's like, why am I constantly only being able to play with mommy and daddy? This is horrible. It's strange that, on a, you know, they can hardly communicate and they can't really, they're not very good at communicating their feelings, but you can tell they're so sick of you. <laughs> and you're bullshit. Like, if I take her to David's mother's house, she like just lights up and I can tell, <laughs> I can just see. It's like her body language is just like, like, oh. Thank God I'm out of that house. That's <laughs> that's like very similar to the other stories I've heard from people that have children that same age. It's really unusual. It's just it's something you just never would think about. Uh, you know, <laughs> just like wow, you're already sick of me. You're not even you. Missy, I got bad news for you. Kids <laughs> are about where it's going from here. Heads up, you're not as funny or smart as you think you might be. I shouldn't say you. I'm not as funny or smart as I think I Yeah, I was about to say, Liz and Leona seem to be out. doing just fine. And they're, she's getting pretty old now. Uh, that's different because they're like homies now. She's like gotten to the new age of being. I'll say, actually, I think we're, we're getting along just fine. But it's sort of like how on I, I saw it on Twitter mostly and like social media people saying like, well, we're going to find out what who who actually likes their spouse or partner now. And I was like, "Oh, was I this saw, a thing? Too. Was I this like that. real? Because I, I, I thought it was. I was like, is these are these is this comedy? Or are there people that are actually like, oh, it turns out when we're around each other? I was like, I didn't know that was real. And then it uh, turns out, yeah. I mean, that that was that was something that crossed my mind in the very beginning. You know, uh, I was just like, man, I, you know, David and I are like ships passing in the night. 
you know like he's working during the day like he yeah. never really got to see judith and then before judith was born like i was at the studio all the time and he was working at the bar and like you know like we never saw each other and then and then all of a sudden it's just like you know he's working we're, we're in a, a thousand square foot house for three months together he didn't was... he didn't leave the house for the first six weeks that's lucky. I was about that's to say maybe similar. that might have been a secret uh, part of him. Is like this is kind of tight. That's, <laughs> yeah, were, were you just like grasping like, oh wow, so those uh, scrambled today, huh? <laughs> Neat. We, Wacky. We, we slowly gravitated towards space, just like pajamas all day. I mean, like it's just like gone from like you know getting up, looking nice, getting dressed up, putting on shoes, nah. to just basically wearing the same thing every single day. <laughs> I know my kids, we, we went like school supply shopping the other day, even though it's home, not homeschooling, but uh, it's virtual learning, whatever. Anyway, um, they, and I was like, girls, you still want to pick out like a, you know, first day of school outfit? I mean, you're not going to school, but you can still, you know, dress up for your first day. And they were like, no, no, we're going to wear pajamas. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. I thought y'all would be like super into it. Like, oh, we'll put on a dress and like, or whatever we want to wear. Just to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Just to mix up. Hey, we're here. Like we're at, you know, we're at Target. Let's go ahead and do it. And they're like, no, nah, we're good. It's totally fine. That's here. funny. Well, you know, Le- not to keep And Louise was like, kids, can I get a toy? And I was like, what? No. What are you talking Le- about? Leona's the exact opposite. Leona has been working on her fire fits for the entire. Oh, I got a fire fit. <laughs> when, I, when I went and uh, hung out on your carport the other night, I got an official fire fit from Leona. Oh hey! Oh man! So got that going. I need that kind of thing. <laughs> so. Is I that, how do you, what's that? How do you, do you spell, spell fire, fire on that one? Is that you know? I, maybe? I've never written it down. Um, haven't been away long enough to get a text about it. <laughs> been in the same house for about six months now. Um, I will, parts of my life, as far as like wardrobe and stuff like that, like Enoch will tell you, I have been a long time no shorts. Uh, especially in public, but usually like the last out, three out times of, I've seen you. Yeah. You're now, shorts. now it's almost only shorts. Like there are no rules anymore. <laughs> Nothing matters. I don't give a fuck. Matt. I got a, I got a glimpse of myself leaving the grocery store the other day, like through the mirror or the window. <laughs> and I was like, I look fucking insane. Who is this person? <laughs> and you shrieked. <laughs> I'm surprised um, I even came in public like this. Like anytime. Matt, uh, I've been wearing hats. About that. Similar to Matt. I'm not a hat guy generally, but, um, with in an effort to touch my face less frequently, particularly when I'm at the store, just because I know it drives people like you don't want to freak people out. I've been wearing hats almost every day, a backwards hat to like keep my hair kind of in place. Yeah, and uh, and then it became a thing I do all the time. I've been wearing slides with socks almost every day. Same. I've like I've like switched into like a now. I saw I will say Matt with no shorts is a trip. It's like uh, imagine a, a a like a coloring book of a person and you colored everything, but you didn't co- color his legs in. <laughs> Yeah, I hope Stark you're wearing sunglasses white. if you run into me. Uh, Lily Whites. <laughs> Is he wearing tights? Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow, so you've been like, you got like a cave situation or where you been? And also, no, no, they're like, they're like one of the only parts of my body that's like thin i have like chicken legs kind of whereas like i'm kind of thick everywhere else so it's like wh- what is he this who is this freak edit out that kind of on that one <laughs> what <laughs> yeah two, two pairs of shorts showed up at our front door the other morning 
And uh, I, David was just sick of the Adidas sweatpants, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, well, I'm sorry. Uh, the Puma. Puma, sorry. Yeah, oh, Got to get that right. Oh, God. Yeah, careful. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> For our sponsors. Well, yeah, that'd be so embarrassing. <laughs> I was just thinking, one thing that has is different in our house is that Liz has a very specific thing she has to wear to work on ceramics because she gets so dirty. And it's kind of a cool-looking, like, suit that she has to, like, put on. So I wonder if just seeing her leave every day to go to the studio like that makes me and Leona be like, well, I guess we're going to get dressed too. Like, fuck it. Like, you know, like out of just like, because I feel like we've been kind of keeping it, um, keeping up with our fire fits and over here. Fire fits. I love that. It's, it yeah. is tight. I have not been keeping up with my fire fits. I, I did get a pair of a uh, real tree camo slides when I was in, uh, <laughs> when I was at well, the farm. I, I left my shoes behind by accident, and my other ones got soaking wet down at the pond. So I had to. Uh, we had to stop at like a Dollar General so I, could ha- I didn't have shoes to wear. Well, I for one am sucked by that because now we won't have matching ones because that's embarrassing. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> now I don't have to see you wear those anymore. I can just wear them and be the only one. I mean, God, I, I would hate to show you what shoes I'm wearing right now because they're the exact fucking same. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, any whoozle. Um, so, but what, what else have y'all been, have y'all like had any kind of, uh, you know, quarantine discoveries or anything like that, that you been might reading, not have like watching hobbies? You, yeah. I'll tell you my biggest sort of, the, I think the biggest thing that's changed for us is we don't go out to eat very much. And we, we realized how many incredible restaurants there are and places to eat. And it just sort of all went away yeah. and we've been having to, you know, look in the mirror <laughs> and just what are we gonna do like who am i like yeah. <laughs> I, we like to eat out you know yeah so we we started a routine we started cooking at home and it's been a wild ride like sometimes you well, i'm just falling into that trope of just like all right well my mom gave us some jarred green beans and uh, <laughs> there's some like chicken breast in the freezer and uh here's gotta, a bag of costco uh kale rice with cheese beans in it yeah that's dinner is served you know <laughs> I, but, I uh i'm gonna quote matt phone on this one i can't wait to be served <laughs> that was <laughs> true <laughs> with regard to restaurants like i just cannot wait to sit down yeah yeah <laughs> It's great. It's the best. Having experience since March, early March. Yeah, I'm. I'm a. I'm a terrible cook, but I've been slowly adding. Um, me, Nathan, I've been talking about some some grill stuff. I'm. I'm about to upgrade my grill situation. Um, but I've been trying to add to get better at like maybe my main thing is that and maybe you'll have the same missy. He's like, oh, now I have. I don't have the excuse of no time where I usually had no time. It's like now I don't have that excuse. Maybe I'll be good at this now. Not the case, it turns out, but yep. now um, it's holding me back. <laughs> I, I now, but now the process of like I used to not very much look forward to having to ever cook because it was always a stressful, anxious thing of like I need to make sure there's food that people can eat like soon. And now I just take my time when making food that isn't good. And that's <laughs> at least at least the process is better, is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's less of a stressful event. Exactly, it's an it's a non-stressful um, event that with the same result, but. It's no stress to it. Well, you, Any, can really, um, you can really appreciate all the talent we have around here when, you, when you're when you standing at the stove. When you like, finish cooking and you look down at your yeah. fucking boring-ass shitty plate and be like, well. <laughs> I mean, whenever we, Yeah, when I look in the pot, I'm like, did I take it out yet? Is the food still in there? <laughs> the times that we do get takeout, though, it is like a, it really is like a treat. And it's like crazy to think about the amount that we used to be able to eat out versus now. It's also just something I took for granted how many different, like even within our house, there's like, 
really only three different meals that we make like in some version of like the same like here's a vegetable and a meat and this and then but like man i'm fucking ready to from, go out for me uh lunch break at nice price was i think i would like i would go to a couple of different places a rotation basically i would sit in a corner with earbuds in listen to a podcast or whatever by myself and eat and like sort of just take a second and like chill and those are the restaurants. Obviously, I can't do that. So even if I could get some of the same food, the whole point, the thing I liked about whatever, uh, bean sprout, wasn't necessarily just, okay, fine, it's Chinese food, but like sitting in the corner by myself for 40 minutes and, and, zone out. Doing no, and zoning yeah. out. And like the lack of that has actually hit me much harder than the actual lack of the food. Where it's like, oh, well, now I'm just driving myself even crazier for another hour. Like, what is this? Well, like, you know, one, one benefit, though, is that I have not eaten fast food. And since March, so there are like po- like I haven't eaten cookout or bojangles. Not that I like. I've had a, I've had a drive through or two, but but I, uh, I've still hit them up because that's the ones where it's like, oh, I don't have to go inside at all. It's like a very like there's no like the process is the same. Beyond, so wait, have you um, been um, reading anything, watching anything, uh, any hobbies besides cooking? Oh man, lots of gardening. That's oh, what we we've been we gotten our yards looking real tight, dude. Oh man, I you know like I'll take Judith on a walk. And yards around here are looking good. Like, <laughs> I feel all this inspo. Like I'll be walking and uh, like you know, just like lot after lot, you just see these like really interesting kind of landscaping ideas. Everybody's doing their own thing, that their own style. Like I've really been appreciating uh, the uh, the yard games of everyone in the in our hood lately. Uh, it's but the the other part of it is like the weather's ha- it's like hot out. And it's just like, you know, I don't know. The last four weeks have been so miserable. Yeah, it's been. Today's all right. I today today rules. And I felt like it was a, like, it was like 70 something. Kind of cloudy, which is nice. Makes I was, for a nice I, lazy Sunday. I, well, I was thinking about the last time I saw you guys. And um, it's a little bit of a subject change. But the last time, I think, well, I was thinking about the last time I saw you guys together Enoch I'm not sure if I saw you but it was the Black Surfer EP show with Jenny Bissett's No One Mind that was uh, March 7th that was right before the end yeah the end the end (laughs) the end of it all Jesus Nathan can we we gotta call (laughs) the end of live shows as we know it called the end God some of these predictions Missy uh, that I'm hearing from like the live music side are fucking scary even if the other things open back up what are they? Like, I can't help but think that people, you know, will just, there'll be a craze and people will actually have this great appreciation for live music on M- more a broader of a, scale. Yeah, more, more of just the when that will be able to happen, not yeah. like. Yeah, and then also if, like, there's a, there's a real fear and chance if nothing happens to help these venues out that a lot of the smaller ones are going to close up, which... So some people think, so in 2008, when it happened with the real estate bubble, basically what happened was a lot of the smaller real estate developers and more like neighborhood based people had to shut, shut down shop because they don't have the money to float for forever. But then the bigger companies would come in and buy it up. So some people are scared that like Live Nation, AEG and stuff like that might come through and snatch up everything and kind of consolidate power even more. So they'll have the full chain of venue size, Something along, so like those places might become even more powerful the smaller, pl- which you know, we work with Live Nation sometimes, and some of those guys are good. But like overall, you, you got to assume that for the small independent clubs, it'd be better just to be 
on their own. And then also we're hearing everything from like fall of 2021 to like later than that for like, even if like, even I'm if, sure, um, I'm sure it's like every week is just a, a new uh, step back. <laughs> like, well, well even yeah. longer yeah. now. Oh, we were even talking to now. some friends that have a um, festival in Florida in um, spring of next year, and they were already like, we're going to have to push back. So I'm hoping Hopscotch 2021 will be kind of in the clear. Um, I think that we're going to be okay. We'll but see. But we were it's, saying that about now in April. In so. April. Well, no, that's not true. I kind of knew. You know what I mean. I, did, I, I, I think that there's a much better chance. Like, basically, when COVID hit, we all heard about all the cancellations on, like, the promoter and band side. Like, it, it became so real so fast because everybody started moving. Band, and we had, like, some bands booked that were immediately, like, day one when people were still, like, going out without masks and, like, going to the store and, like, bars were still open and shit. People were like, um, we're not playing any shows in 20 um, for the next, like, four months or something like that. And then like a week later and then everybody so like Coachella um, Bonnaroo everybody moved into the fall of this year and then almost as soon as that happened I started hearing these big festivals think they're gonna have to move again and I was like well maybe we'll be okay because you know we don't have a lot of people flying in it's not like a big it's not the same it's a little bit more localized so it might not be as bad maybe we'll be okay and then we started seeing it became quickly apparent that we were kind of grasping at straws but it was possible and now it kind of feels it feels more likely that Hopscotch will happen next year, but it still feels, you know, not not 100%, I would say. So it's scary to think about that. Um, but yeah, it I mean, some of that might be that it. the biggest people are the ones who are most able to afford to push for longer, though. So they're, they're, they might have the most dooms. That, I'm trying to put a, a, a positive no, on so this. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm basing a lot of this on, on there was like a podcast. Like the Red Hot Chili Peppers don't have to tour. Everyone so, I've talked to that was... Base, that I've talked to in person has said, but man, I wish we should would. be fine. We should, <laughs> God, has said we should be fine by September next year. That's why I'm pr- pretty optimistic about the whole thing. Like even summer next year should be okay. But like the guy that owns uh, Lollapalooza, that used to be the one of the um, he's the co- one of the co-founders of WME Music Division, all this shit like that. Like he was saying that 2022 was like a more realistic target, and people should just go ahead and start planning for that for like tours and stuff to. Not and I should say, and, lose, and so you're just like, is he talking about losing money and like just the pain of like rescheduling a fifth time or something like that? Or is he, does he, act, it's so unclear. So I don't know. We're still, I still feel pretty confident about things opening up, being open by this time next year. It just, just, it just feels fucking impossible that they wouldn't, but I don't know. Uh, I should, I, I picked a bad example with Red Hot Chili Peppers because they don't, they don't have to tour. They need to tour. They're addicted to the shindig. I had completely forgotten that aspect of it. Um, and they're unable to stop. Um, but uh, I've also seen a lot of stuff about the return of regionalism with bands. I don't really understand how that would be beneficial. Have you seen where it's like the national, like smaller bands will stop touring nationally and will tour more and more frequently regionally? Well, see, I don't understand. That doesn't make but I don't sense. Think they already like, kind of do that, though. Right, but it was the, the idea was like, hey, there might like bands that show, were kind understand. of bigger bands would not play outside of their hometown. But to me, I don't fully grasp why. Like, if you're able to play a show, why would it matter where the show is? It's so confusing. I hope I hope that they do something to help artists and venues. It might have been environmental stuff. I don't know. Art galleries and just all that shit that are fart galleries. <laughs> hey, speaking of, um, 
Missy, what is that? Who is that in profile? And uh, there's a. It looks like a pencil drawing. They're uh, in profile. They've got a pair of glasses on. It's over your right shoulder. That's David's grandfather. Hmm. Hmm. He's an odd-looking individual. Right yeah, that's him. <laughs> that's a. It's a. It's a caricature. Mm. Good, or else he is afflicted. That makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, here, the well, welcome. Is it a self-portrait? Yeah, self-portrait. <laughs> yeah, there's David jumping into a pool and a lot of family pics. That's my grandfather. We just happened to have, like, when we got together, we were like, "Wow, we both have portraits of our grandfather." And we were, it was kind of exciting. And I've got one of mine in the hall, but. Oh yeah, is it a self-portrait or? <laughs> no, no, it's a, uh, it's like a that thing where you would take a photo and then paint it. So it's it's a painting, oh, but it's cool. certainly based off of. I don't mm. know how to describe what it is. It's a painting. I'll show it to you later. My phone, my computer's plugged in. <laughs> well, there was a moment from the side. I I thought it looked like um, Walt Disney. <laughs> from afar and i was like i need to find out why you have this odd drawing of walt disney on the wall so i was gonna ask about it but oh no i we do you see this statue i can't believe that's in yeah there. yeah what is I that did, about i did not think this uh scenery through before I got this it. this is not a visual so, podcast but we can see it obviously the, this is the discus thrower we had a huge argument about it coming into the house so, I just <laughs> so were you were you pro or right next to his side of the pro bed. or con Mm. I'm pro. I'm pro. It's amazing. He's got like he's on a pedestal. I just yeah. <laughs> hang on. So, so so you're pro. He David did not want it in the home. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Mm. What he, if it was a he, bowling ball instead of a discus? Would that make it better for him? to be funnier. Well, it looks like, like I was just rearing back the <laughs> king of the lanes. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, so I put it on his side of the bed so what? he could see it. When Wait, so hang on. He didn't like it, and he has to live with it right next to him? <laughs> he wakes up every morning. Just, first thing he sees, slides into his puma sweats. Discus thrower again. <laughs> <laughs> he should hang his, hang the, the sweats on that guy, on the little hand. Um, oh, that's, oh, yeah, that's a, actually, that's a great idea. We, well, we keep, he keeps scaring the shit out of us because you kind of, like, I keep bumping into him. I'm like, oh, God, uh, but you can't. Oh, you that know, that tiny man was, and, <laughs> and then he's just like, "You're the one who wanted it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He keeps saying to put it in the garden. I'm like, "Ah, no." What's like, it made out of? Uh, marble. Marble. Hmm. Yeah, my it was so my grandmother went to Greece in the '60s and bought it and had it shipped back, and everybody in the family said it was trash. They didn't want it. <laughs> Man, that thing is incredible. It's funny. It's almost unanimous against this item, except for you. (laughs) I'm like, this is this is a classic. This is a replica of a classic Greek. uh, It looks cool. uh, I will say, I'm cool with it in the garden. I think that could be cool if it was in the garden. But uh, you don't have to do that. I I could see that being outside, though. Seems like it's very durable. It's actually crumbling. Uh, it's literally Hang on. Crumbling. Okay, now I might be with everyone else about not. Like, <laughs> now, now, Missy, if you go over there and just kind of rub it a little bit, does the does the wrapper come off and it's just chocolate inside? <laughs> yeah. Ju- Judith uh, instantly wanted to like just push it over. She, I mean, I she even without words, I could tell she didn't. That's like her size, though. That's like a that's like a. <laughs> it's her size. <laughs> like a. A respectable competitor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're peers. Um, pretty ripped. <laughs> so, um, do you uh, back to 
things you are doing or have been oh, doing. Yeah. Um, you finished obviously the the Heater McIntyre project. Is there other stuff that you have to that you can work on that's already been recorded that you can mix or like? Uh-huh. Are there things that you're able to work on? Are you in a full like? Let's wait until we can get back into the studio mode. I was booked up. I was booked up all summer. Um, I, I had so much. Brag. I, had, I had a lot of really exciting things that I was going to do, and it all just went away, just disappeared. And Nobody's I, doing anything. Yeah, I, I only heard back from a few people. Like some was grant based. They're going to lose their grant money. Oh no! Um, because they, you know, like there were a lot of requirements for the project, and it needed to be at a specific studio and done by a certain time. Um, I did do a little work with Vacant Company. Um, they're super fun. Uh, this is rule. Yeah. 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 They're, they're so rad and they're just so kind. And, uh, so that was a lot of fun. I did, I just did a single for them because I don't have a lot of time. The thing that's so insane about working from home with a two-year-old is that you just like, you have to work at night because they hate to think that you're doing anything that's not with them. Yeah. And she doesn't like anything other than kids music. I can't even convince her to <laughs> like hang out and listen to it. You want to hear the new but, uh, company single? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like it. No, I do not like it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I, you know, I was cut up some slack. A few things. Well, I was I've been working with this uh, longtime Chapel Hill indie rock dude. He's so rad. His name is Nathan Oliver, and uh, and he's been he's been doing the thing for Chapel a while. Chapel Hill indie rockers, huh? You don't see many of those. No, <laughs> not, well, hey, he, we're the same age, just about. So well, you know. where do you rank him on the people you like named Nathan? <laughs> oh boy. All right, sorry. So you're working with Nathan from Chapel Hill on a project. Yeah, he's. I think uh, he has a record coming out. Uh, so we're we're having it mastered right now, and we. This was one thing I was able to kind of squeak in, um, you know, over the last. Has it been six months? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yes. Last six months. We're having it mastered. It'll be out. I think in uh, September or October, and uh, and I'm really excited about that. It's uh, called "Thank You for Your Generosity." And it was a ton of fun to work with him and his band. And I'm grateful that we could keep it going. I mean, like a lot of people have lost the ability to just pay for their project. And um, I'm also working with Flash Car, which is one of my favorites. And, you know, another band, we, we actually, we were the last session before the studio closed. I think it was like the 14th of March. We we're all like scared shitless because we didn't know what what was going on. We didn't know what the boundaries should be, or you know, everyone was just really scared. But I'm finally working on that again, and we're getting that going. And uh, it just everything slowed down uh, for me. Uh, there's other people who are working, but because I worked out of a studio that basically closed up, I've been thinking about diversifying, working at other places. But I just you know. I don't know, with a kid, it just is so much harder yeah. to, to yeah, get you should, going. You can start mixing and mastering podcast episodes. There's been a lot of those coming out lately. Um, <laughs> everybody yeah. everybody in the world has started the podcast since since the, the shutdown. Not that I blame yeah. them, but particularly every, like every comedian and actor is like, well, I can't film anything or go on the road. I'll do a podcast. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. That, I mean, that's a great idea. I, I haven't even considered it. 
Get uh, get Judith on the pod. She's uh, she sounds like she's got some hot takes. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, just oh, have man. her re- review mu- music. It'll be Leona with a fire fit. Uh, fire fit exactly. <laughs> and then oh, Judith's oh, music man. reviews. Oh yeah, man, how- her style is so her style is so dope right now. We just got a, a bunch of bags of clothes from uh, Jesse from Edge of Urge. Her, oh, awesome. her daughter out. June is about eight months older than Judith. So like, of course, I'm like yeah let's you know so judith just looks like so cool Uh, (laughs) because i i'm sure as hell not gonna go out and buy any clothes i i just kind of let her wear the same thing over and over and her grandmother makes her clothes and puma sweats (laughs) baby puma sweats Mm -hmm. i actually looked into that (laughs) because they're kind of expensive i bet yeah it's weird how they like charge you more to make them tiny they're like, well, I'd make a regular pair of jeans for nothing, but if you want them small, it's going to cost you. <laughs> How does this happen? Um, uh, um, I have a question. Um, I, I don't want to get totally into you and Dave's business, but I know that Dave, like me, is fond of some of the more uh, conspiratorial elements going like of a- the world, <laughs> of politics, of uh, of history of the way the world works that maybe not everything is as it seems sometimes <laughs> um yeah. considering that we're living amongst the most bizarre uh either a as he delved into the current conspiracy world or b uh or have you for that had time to read more freaky deaky stuff of the past conspiracy world <laughs> um that that is of interest hmm. <laughs> if i if i'm understanding your core question correctly you're asking if there's some weird conspiracy, some weird conspiratorial <laughs> ideas going on around our house. In your yes. house, yeah. Do you yes. share this interest in in these things? Yeah. <sighs> well, I actually came up with this really crazy shit a while ago, and I told David about it, and he just rolled his eyes at me. <laughs> I can't wait to hear uh, this. <laughs> well, we say we had. Oh, I gotta remember what it was though, because there's so much insane shit happening right now. It's crazy. It's hard to keep up and stay focused and not let chaos take over because, you know, that's what they want. (laughs) That's (laughs) true. That's what they want. Yep, there you go. Uh, What was it? I I made up the whole conspiracy myself, but, oh, you guys remember the, you guys remember the scene? I think it's called connecting dots when you're. (laughs) (laughs) You see the beautiful mind? Uh, All right, sorry, what were we saying? Okay, you guys remember the seeds that were, the there were my mom my mom sent me a link to a a, a headline about a bunch of seed packets. Oh, were, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I had no on. idea where that was going. Yeah. Okay, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. So they're little seed packets. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Like they look like citrus seeds. They're like seed packets that were delivered in little um heart-shaped jewelry or like little jewelry tens and labeled as jewelry coming from China and going, I think they were like in like people from like 20 or 30 states and that, you know, calling their local uh, government agency to, to, to let them know that they, they mysteriously received a packet of seeds. Hmm. I, I missed so, this. So, you know, my mom wrote me and was like, man, you know, you need to be, you know, you need to be careful. Like, if you get that, don't open the seed packet. And you know, I was like, what? this is so stupid. <laughs> but then I started remembering, I received some batteries that way. Uh, 
it was like I don't remember ordering them, and it was kind of weird. Like I just received this this envelope from China, and it said jewelry on the outside. I was like, oh man, I didn't order any jewelry, so of course I opened it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like smelled it and like tasted like, it. Like lick the envelope, just in yeah, case. lick the envelope, <laughs> rubbed it on my face, uh, and I opened it. It was like a jewelry tin, but it was stuffed with batteries. Huh. Whoa. What? is this you didn't order anything not just jewelry but nothing you had nothing coming in the mail i don't think so now here's the thing i was like i don't remember ordering this those batteries you did you use them no i didn't it didn't fit anything well if you put them into oh see i was gonna say if you put them into they start listening to you exactly that's where i was going dog you put them (laughs) into like your clock radio that we all have and and that's what listens to you. Unbeknownst to you, it's in the back of the device listening to you. That's what's up. Or you put them in a drawer like everybody does with batteries. Like, oh, I'll use these later. Put them in a drawer and you don't know. I did. I did. Ah, and it listened to everything you said. Yeah. So basically, yeah. And they're finding out a lot. They, they're learning <laughs> that I know. Yeah, they're reporting back to headquarters. Judith does not like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, she tried again. Yeah, I know. Sunra. They're still trying. I don't know why, but she doesn't like it. Um, but yeah, so I decided that, uh, you know, so my mom, of course, assumed it was from the Russian or the Chinese government that, you know, clearly, and I was like, mom, I think it was just a mistake or, you know, you Oh know, God, I'm just pulling weird. it up. Right. So, this, so this is kind of weird, actually. It's a really pretty plant. Oh, it boy. looks like a giant squash plant when you plant it. I'm re- I just pulled up an article from August 2nd. Somebody planted uh, it. Somebody planted it. It looks like a giant squash plant, but nothing. Me and Liz have a plant in the back right now that has taken over our whole fucking garden. <laughs> our whole garden. It's and a it's a squash plant that has no fruit. Like nothing. It's been and now it's like gotta you know be like a squash plant then. It just looks like it's like thick vine. It's like a viney thing with like those orange flowers. Oh, Mitch has this at his house too. He sent me a photo of this giant plant. He said, This is our squash plant. I said, Well, where are the squashes? He said, He hadn't gotten any yet. Interesting. Hmm. Maybe we both have because that's what what this person is describing in this article is almost exactly that. Liz is gonna Liz. Liz says she wants to rip it out because she thinks it's fucking up everything else in our. It's like starting to take over the sun from like everything. Oh, it's taking over. All right. Does it look good, Nathan? I like it. I don't know. (laughs) Say if if it's not, it's you're part of the problem. On it, then then, it's kind of pretty. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, uh, what we're learning is that uh, Leona got to the mail that day and opened the seeds and planted them in the yeah. backyard. <laughs> Possible. Oh, no. Yeah, they're, That's they're, weird, that, though. The plants are actually reporting back to headquarters. <laughs> There's a lot of sensitive data that they're capturing from our lawns. Now, the one thing, Daniel, one time our friend uh, D-Mike did order something from a company in China. There were supposed to be vans and shoes um they showed up yeah he got a letter like seven days later from them that said uh and it was from the company but it was a coin in a box and he was like (laughs) one coin (laughs) one coin and he emailed him back he was like hey i think it got mixed up um i actually got a coin and not a pair of shoes and the guy was like the guy was like oh no it'll be there our our shipping takes longer it'll be there in like two more weeks and then he was like no i've got it already and it's a coin and he was like Huh, you shouldn't have gotten it yet. And he's like, So the coin thing's not bothering you, it doesn't seem. It's <laughs> yeah. more that I've already gotten it. What's well, like, up with the unsolicited coin? And so, what he so then he just went through like uh, eBay or whatever and like 
like had to go through the process and then later on he was telling so he got his refund because it was within 30 days but his theory was that they they were trying to send him something out that wasn't the shoes but like was like he said it was like a heavy coin like it was like a heavier one so he was like maybe it was was like within the box yeah so he was like he was his theory was that they were sending him something different so that it would show a shipping a tracking thing so going through that is but an they didn't scam. they didn't think that it would get there within 30 days and it got to him too soon and so uh maybe it was something like that well, was but this still begs either. the question but, why even bother with putting a coin the coin is the weird thing yeah he, <laughs> it's it was like a fake that is I think, a scam I think he said that people like do where collect, collectible coin or something like that what someone will do is they'll you'll buy something expensive off the end it's usually something very expensive it, it's happened with records before on the on like discogs and stuff you'll put a record for like five hundred dollars some super rare record, but you'll have it for like 300 less than what people usually pay for it. You buy it, um, and then you pay, they ship it, you get like a box of nothing. Like it'll, usually they send you an empty box. <laughs> they don't put a coin in there. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, they send you an empty box, and so the tracking shows as delivered. <laughs> So that they can then argue One when you coin. go to PayPal and say, hey, I want a refund. They never sent me my record. They'll say, no, look, see, we shipped it. And there's the tracking saying it was delivered. And they can use that to try to combat the PayPal um, refund. Hmm. That is a scam. Uh, the twist here is <laughs> putting <laughs> a, a coin. coin. <laughs> was it in a shoebox? Also, the, how, how responsive he was being. Like... Uh, D-Mike said that the person was, like, really getting back to him fast, like, just so concerned that he'd already gotten the coin. Yeah. So, huh. <laughs> yeah, you did or did not receive the commemorative coin, Mr. Michael. What does it mean? Yeah. Well, a... I think the, the, the bigger issue is that... <laughs> I would just <laughs> pay money to see D-Mike open this box and just, like, hold These up. These aren't shoes. One yeah. <laughs> It'd be so good. Take him a second. <laughs> Becca, did you order a coin from China? <laughs> a packet of batteries. <sighs> packet of seeds. Yeah, I, don't I haven't received any this. of these things. <laughs> Matt, is that a, a finger harp on your uh, uh, vinyl record shelf there? Uh, well, first of all, the answer is no, but I'm trying to figure out what it is you're talking about. The, ba- the ball, the little... Globy. Oh, it's like a... Uh, it's a salt crystal, isn't it's, it? Yeah, it's like a Himalayan salt lamp, <gasps> but just a uh, sphere. Oh, man. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bulb is blown out. It's usually uh, illuminated. Uh, put a new bulb in there. Yeah, now it's uh, just a Himalayan salt lick. Yeah, moved, moved the setup to the living room this time. <laughs> I, went, I was in the kitchen last week. Now I'm in the living room. It's usually in my bedroom. Matt's uh, got to mix it up here. A, a poltergeist in his home that he thinks is... is oh, yeah. Home. I moved over here so maybe you would catch a, catch a glimpse. <laughs> this is exactly where it happened on the it. Matt's had, Matt's had either ghosts or aliens in his apartment, or neither. <laughs> yeah, I've, aliens have been in my apartment. No, anyway. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I wish I had a crazier uh, conspiracy theory that I could remember, but my memory's pretty short term these days. <laughs> well, well. Speaking of speaking of what Enoch just brought up about me, um, you ever seen any? Uh, Anything unexplained in your home? Anything a little spooky? Anything a little paranormal? We're kind of a ghost podcast now. Yep. We didn't, I forgot to tell you that when I was texting <laughs> you earlier. <laughs> no, anything spooky. I don't I don't know. I can't Simply think of put, that. have you ever seen something that you thought was like a ghost or like a phantom? <laughs> 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 phantom? 
No, but I was in the backyard before a storm the other day, and I got those crazy chill bumps people talk about. Oh, yeah. Lightning strikes. Oh, the electricity. I freaked out right inside, and then there was uh, lightning maybe like a few miles away, though. It wasn't that Mm. close. But, you know, you... It's like the hair just like rose and I was like, what's happening? Like it was out of my control. Maybe it was coming this way before you ran inside. Yeah. yeah I don't know. You were the target and then you took off and I was like, well, all right. <laughs> like, yeah. Just like, it's like, it's kind of scary. My uncle was struck by lightning. What? Did he live? He did. Yeah. He, um, he, uh, works on race cars. He has a shop in his backyard. Uh, this would be in Kinston, North Carolina. Actually, maybe Hugo technically. Anyway. He was going to his yard during a thunderstorm um, and was he had a screwdriver in his pocket of his uh, his he's wearing his like his work outfit and it struck him and uh, it exited out of uh, out of his rear, if you know what I mean. And uh, and uh, everybody in town said that it, <laughs> that it blew him a new asshole. Was, okay. The, okay. was the like joker. It's a good, it's a good singer. I mean, literally. Uh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, like, came out his rump, out of his hind parts. Uh, the laughing stock of Kinston for a couple of days. Yeah, for sure. How does it do that, though? And what are your organs like? I don't, I just, like, how does the energy shoot through you like that? <laughs> I, I, I heard it lit him up, though. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I need to know. I heard it, like, it, like <laughs> almost killed him. Like, it, it was, it was rough. He's, That's he's had a lot of, uh, we're not super close, and, uh, but he's had a lot of, uh, unfortunate incidences in his life um what? i'll say this he has uh his front two teeth got knocked out racing cars and he kept them out so he could fit his pipe in there so <laughs> he's a bit of an odd individual perfectly <laughs> hmm. reasonable to me <laughs> um but uh you know we watched uh, popeye last night the right? movie oh yeah. the sailorman yeah um How yeah hold up? robin williams right i've never seen it is it good i thought it was pretty great Whoa, pretty great. Yeah, it was all right. I haven't, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I believe that's yeah. a Randy Newman score. Uh, well, we thought it was Randy Newman. It's Park Van Dykes. There you go. Ah. Damn. And that was really cool. Well, how did you both think? It was, well, is there something Randy Newman related? How did you both think it was Randy Newman? Is that well, a thing? David thought, David thought it was. Well, Enoch did and, too. Uh, yeah, and I he thought was that was convinced well. that he saw Randy, Randy in the movie. He's like, oh, that was him. Did you see him? I was like, no. Oh. <laughs> at the end, it said Van Dyke Parks. Wait, so I'm, I just pulled up the Wikipedia page. Van Dyke Parks is the musical arranger and picked all the songs. Harry Nielsen actually did the oh, soundtrack. Harry Nielsen. Oh, yeah. oh. Harry Nielsen. and I, I must have conflated Nielsen with uh, Randy Newman. Which is, I was going to say, that's a closer jump from those two. Yeah, yeah, bands. yeah. I, you say Randy, and I was like, yeah, Randy, but it was Harry Nielsen. <laughs> Got it. Okay. That's Randy Schmilson. Hey, tomato, tomato. Schmilson, Nils. Well, it's interesting you bring up films because I have a, a soon to be more successful sister podcast. Uh, love it or hate it, you gotta here. love it. And um, <laughs> horrible podcast. And uh, and I'm always on the lookout for uh, for for movies to suggest to Quentin that might be good. So I'm gonna add this to my list. It this was, is helpful. I mean, yeah, it was it was fun. You know, it was like it was silly. It's a different time. It turns out that set is, you know, it really exists. It's in the Mediterranean somewhere. You know, like all the sets were really interesting. And you know, watching it as an as not a kid, you just kind of watch things differently. But I, sure. I thought it was pretty cool. You know, I, I feel a little shy saying so because it's a little dorky. But you know, <laughs> a lot of Robin Williams <laughs> stuff was a little dorky. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly, you know. But I had never seen it, and Dan was like, you haven't seen that? We've got to watch it. And you know, some nights you just Great soundtrack, see- Randy Newman. Yeah, Randy Newman. Well, also, usually the, the, that reaction is held for movies where it's like, you haven't seen The Godfather? But it's like, you haven't seen Popeye starring Robin Williams? <laughs> so, hold the phone. Put Judith to bed. We got plans. Produced by Robert Evans. Speaking of Godfather. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't I It's more and more like, I just like at the end of the day, I just need to like zone into something that's kind of sweet and funny. Sure. And um, Beverly Hills Ninja too. We that's another one we checked out. Beverly Hills Cop little, too. too. Oh yes, a little, <laughs> no Beverly Hills Ninja with Chris Farley. Uh, two. Oh, oh that's also. Two. Oh, I thought, I thought you meant part two. I, was oh, like, I saw, yeah. I saw uh, Beverly Hills Ninjas yeah, in the theater. Right. Just Beverly Hills. Ninja. Pretty good. <laughs> Same. Nathan, it might have been the same time. Might have been the same time. Yeah, we really might have gone to the same. I think we probably went and saw Beverly Hills Ninja together. <laughs> well, you know, at first we were like geared up to like really be laughing. And then after about like an hour, I was like, this movie's way too long. Just, yeah, stick to Tommy Boy and Black Sheep for the Farley. For the Farley yeah, are, we, are you tired from being geared up for really laughing? Because I am. <laughs> <laughs> this is wearing me out. Laughter. Yeah, I was engaged. so t- exhausted from being geared up for <laughs> really laughing. Let's wrap this up. What do you think? Are there any things particularly that you want us to uh, bring up to plug or mention that we haven't? Obviously, with the HD McIntyre and the um, what is the flashcard? Does that have like a set thing to mention, or just like a keep your eyes peeled or something? Yeah, keep your eyes peeled. The Nathan Oliver. Um, and then, of course, Heather's record coming out, which I'm, you know, recording with her. I mean, it was amazing. It was it's kind of a it feels like a dream for a lot of reasons, but it was just so easy and fun. And, you know, it's just like kind of a rare situation. And uh, I think that that drops August 21st. And, you know, it's probably more fair that Heather talks more about it than I do. But I am really excited about it. And, um, yeah, I hope everybody likes it. The vibes behind it were really like great, you know, but yeah, I, I, I didn't really come totally prepared because I was kind of like going to ride on Heather's coattails. Yeah. For the listeners, a little inside baseball, we were going to try to have uh, HC on and they were going to heater McIntyre on the pod, share studio right. stories and uh, like, like a couple of road <laughs> dogs and try to <laughs> pit heater and missy against one another and you know that's that's yeah. one thing you did miss out on uh, because a lot of times when we have guests, uh, we like to you know, do a little gotcha and make sure that we pit them against each other in some way. So <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a feud. Maybe next um, time. Maybe I'm looking forward to it. We actually, it's funny because when we first started doing this pod, which was like a hundred years ago, it feels like we, it was one of the earliest episodes was about the first HC McIntyre record Amazing. That had, when that came out. Um, and it's, I don't know. It seems weird. I don't know. It, it was oddly like, Oh yeah. I remember we talked about it last time, but except with different people and Ali B RIP God yeah, rest. Yeah. Soul. RIP Ali B. Uh, like four years ago. I don't know. It just seems so it's wild to like have it come back around. Um, yeah. And you did work on the, with Ali, the, that Y Oak record that just came out. Oh yeah. Any? Yeah. Yeah. We, we did. Um, yeah. We tracked, uh, it was like a, a handful of songs with them. Uh, it was a ton of fun. They're so talented. It was just like, it was, yeah, it was one of those sessions where you're just like, you could put the microphone anywhere and it's going to sound <laughs> incredible. 
Yeah, they were a ton of fun to work with. We we worked up in Durham for a handful of days. It was kind of a last minute thing. And uh, it, you know, Ari Picker mixed those songs and they sound incredible. And uh, yeah, the Wyoke is, uh, they're really, I feel like I, they were going out on tour right before, mm-hmm. I think they were like, shit was really popping for them right before the pandemic hit. I think they had to cancel their tour Yep. Uh, one of, yeah. One of many. Yeah. Yeah. And I know there was a, a lot of going on with their, you know, whole scene. So I feel really, well, I'm feeling for everybody, but yeah, it's kind of crazy seeing all these songs come out and just being like, Oh my God, I can't like go see these people play. And like, you know, I, know. I got to say one thing that's surprising is that whenever I read books about when people make records, it usually involves people, almost dying and beating each other up and being so messed up on drugs they don't even remember it and then when you talk about making records all you talk about is how fun and easy it was and how cool everyone is and it makes me wonder if either you're lying or if um or you're are you saving all your uh your your terrible stories for your for your memoir (laughs) years from now to like well here's who actually sucked well what what i see what i i think what i really I'm saying is what I mean, when I say fun, part of the fun is all the like crazy shit that happens. <laughs> Hell yeah. They were yeah, safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for coming on, even though it, didn't, yeah, it wasn't exactly what we were going to do. It was still fun. Yeah. Great to talk. Awesome. To you. Yeah. I had, I had a lot of fun talking to you guys. It was a little overwhelming at first. It just, you know, oh, three people on here. Yeah, three people just talking at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> it's still. Uh, you'd think we'd at be better, you, like directly at you. You'd think we would be yeah, better at it by now, but nope. Still no. idiots. Well, we got we got all these new listeners too. That's true. Be our first these... pod for the since the future Islands joint. That God, I mean, we're gonna have jillions of listeners probably. Yeah, we had Future Islands. We, we the only only interview they were they granted for the new record was on the Nice Price Pod, and uh, we had uh, quite <laughs> maybe a few accurate but misleading. <laughs> 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 they're they're big fans of the show. We we agreed to have them on, so we could squeeze them yeah. in. Honestly, the thing is, it's just nice to help those boys out. You know, when you get a chance, <laughs> give them a little push down the road. Man, William Cashin's new uh, album, Bill Fashion. Yeah, it is so good. It's yeah. incredible. It's, it's great. People seem to be really <laughs> amped on that. It's awesome. Actually, what does what does Judith think about that one? She loves that one. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> I do like this. <laughs> I do like that. Yeah, that's her only metric. I do like it. I do not like it. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, thanks again for coming on. Um, Thank you. Obviously, tell everyone we say hello, and then we Ladybird, tell again. her I said hi. Thanks again, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks for coming, thanks for coming on. on. It was uh, great to talk to you. Hope everything goes well, and hopefully, we'll be talking to you again soon about another project that has come to fruition. Um, in some sort of way that'd be nice when it's like oh that thing we talked about earlier is now here and here it is that would, that be, would cool. be so fun i love talking to you guys thanks for having me of course thanks Missy. bye gals bye. Bye. bye judith bye no i do not like it <laughs> <laughs>
Um, well, thanks for Missy um, for coming on. We just heard one of one of those songs she's been working on. For sure. It was, um, uh, yeah, H.C. McIntyre. I did want to bring one thing up when we were talking to Missy, five. but uh, one thing that came up when we were talking about conspiracies and ghouls and goblins, <laughs> I didn't want to mention it to Missy because... I, uh, I got to uh, be honest, don't recall speaking about ghouls or goblins. Well, we don't know where those pterodactyls <laughs> are coming from, so we're not yeah, sure. Yeah, they might not be pterodactyls. They're just liking them to them. Okay, well, now, Matt, your so they, story's switching. No, they could be... <laughs> my point be, being, it could be something new altogether. They could be ghouls or goblins. Mm. So, something anyway... Something new altogether. Matt's on a how come uh, monkeys still aren't evolving into people. I was really yeah. hesitant to bring this up, but it did just pop back in my head um, while we are talking to Missy about the time, not that long ago, within the last year, where I was haunted at my house. <laughs> I thought you meant that you 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 were a haunted person. No, no, nope. no, no, no. no. Oh. Um, but yeah, so I I was haunted recently. Sick. And I forgot to bring it up when Matt was talking about his shit, and I forgot to. But do you recall when Liz and Leona were out of town? They were in Richmond, and uh, I tried to watch Hereditary by myself uh-huh. at midnight, and a light in my house that had not worked since apparently the early nineties. I 90s, do remember this at at the earliest randomly cut on at 1 a.m. in the middle of that fucking yep. movie. I do. I specifically and remember that conversation. fucking spooked me so goddamn hard, and I don't know what was haunting me for what reason, if it enjoyed the movie, if it dis- disliked <laughs> it was a reaction the movie. To the I'm movie. not sure what So you thought that. its response to the film was to reach up and <laughs> twist it's the an light outdoor bulb. light. So it was an outdoor light that was hit by a tree falling. Um, like what, like what? So Chris Tamplin used to live here. And that's who we bought the house from. And so I was able to check back because he lived here since like 19, since like 2000 or something, like 99, 2000. So Liz, I said, can you text Tamplin and just be like, when's the last time this light worked? And he was like, it's been, it was just hanging. It was like one of those street light things, but it was just hanging since he moved in. Never worked once. He said he's never seen it on. It doesn't turn on. Is and it I on said, right now? Well. Like, is it still I working? Had, I had to do some work. So I, I said, well, I, I hate to tell oh you this, but I know for a fact that it fucking comes on because it just came on and I'm being fucking haunted and it knows I'm alone and all this shit just happened at once. <laughs> and then um, obviously Liz Liz uh, thought I was a little crazy, even though I was being very reasonable. And um, <laughs> But I think the fact that Tamplin said that it had never worked just validated what I was saying. So um, then the next day I called the power company. They came back out. They said, there's no power. Th- that thing can't turn on. There it is. Expert. And I was like, <laughs> an expert's opinion. And I was like, wait, he said like, it was on when he got there. No, no, it was off again. So it was only on that night. And Ma- a little Ma- bit mask real quick. Who saw it on besides you? I've got a picture of it. I've got a picture on my phone. So you took a picture of it on. Yeah. And then when they came out there, you showed it to them, and they said, "No, that couldn't have happened." Yeah. So, the, so what they said was, these power, these cables have been cut um, during whenever, whatever made this thing break and fall over. Also, it was extra spooky because it was like upside down, and you don't really realize how much, <laughs> how much, uh, like, like the th- the the light was like hanging. So it, the light was pointing up. And you don't realize how much light that those things put out, but like when they're just going up in the air, like the whole backyard was lit up. It didn't have the ground to stop it, so it was like it was very bright, extremely bright. Like the difference between a, a lamp being like pointed at you and like or like at the ground. You know, it's like there's no like there's no kind of just 
area light is just all right in the right in the out in the open and um also there was leaves and trees were blowing in the wind it was very spooky and also and, you uh, were watching a scary movie so that added movie. to it and all. so i think that it, it awakened something <laughs> and it came up and did that. So I, I, okay then i called when i called cpnl out here they said our at&t cpnl that's a deep said, this cut is, this is an old this is an old cpnl poll um, it's not connected to ours anymore. We do have your neighbors still. This one's not connected to anything. And he said, I'm looking at it. He's like, this thing can't even cut on because the wires are all And then he looks at it and you said, but it's funny that a child was killed in this house 60 years ago. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I, it's some shit like and that. And his only and so, recourse was to cut this light on once. Well, what, so what I did is I went up there. I cut the power for the whole house. I went up there. I cut it. <laughs> I climbed up on the roof. I cut the wires. Redid them all. Took, went to Lowe's. Got a brand new outdoor light. Climbed up the fucking thing, got on the top of it, like hanging off the edge, redid the light, replaced everything. So now it just works normal. So now they have no way to like to haunt us because it just it's on every night. Listen, just like a normal street light. (laughs) No way to haunt us. I mean, not that way at least. Oh, they can find ways, baby. Yeah. What? Look, they cut it on in the first place, or whatever. They didn't. Here's what you don't know is that you were the victim of an elaborate prank by Liz and Chris Tamplin to get you to fix that light for her. Yeah, you know, if you'd have seen how uh, fed up Liz was with the text coming that late at night, that frequently about that, then I don't know if you would agree with that. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I mean, I agree that you're psychotic, if that's what you're asking. Um, I, I mean, I don't know what you want to tell you with this. Like, I don't. Proof. You're an unreliable. You're an unreliable narrator in this scenario. Well, I got, got a picture. Allegedly. I'm gonna text you this picture. Send that right. picture to Matt. He'll put it on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and God, I wish I had a. It's the background for my phone. It's the background <laughs> for my phone. It's my desk, desktop wallpaper. I forgot about that. Look you forgot to tell this story, yet you see it every day. Every day, I know. It's just kind of blended in a little bit. So I feel like I'm losing there. my mind. I feel like look I'm that. losing your mind. Look at that. What am I looking at? It looks like the, the Matrix. Tree? The fucking ghost. Still, first of all. Yep, clearly a ghost. It's a light. I agree. Here. Wait, you said it was really windy that night? That was, that's what scared you, yeah, too? Yeah, all those leaves were moving, man. Yeah, I Just wonder if some of that, that wind shit. maybe shook some wires. and. Ne- bleh, next time I'm over there, show me where it Because that is no context, so I don't know where it was. Show me where the ghost touched I'll you. Show you. What and be like, about? this is where the light was. It's, it's nothing I'd ever seen come on before. And all of a, one night when I was already kind of spooked, it popped on. And I, yeah, so I, that's what I think it was. Taking I don't doubt that it was on for a long time, and Nathan state. didn't notice it until it was a scary movie he was watching. Note: other people that have, that had lived here for twenty years had never seen it on. There you go. <laughs> what else All do you want? In a vulnerable sa- state. What you else do me. you want? You tell me. But anyway, all right, Matt, you want to kick it to a uh, to a song? Give me like yeah, uh, we're gonna close this baby out with a um, a vintage crop song. What? Yeah, but, uh, and also a bit of a correction on vintage ten, crop, ten, uh, Matt. You nine, said it was Seabiscuit era. Eight, He's actually sadly seven, our age. Six, that, that the horses. Horse. Born in 1987. Eight, He's a peer of ours. Three, Shout out. Two, all right, rest in peace. One, he died in 2014. Uh, I hate to hear that.
Rock.